0: Man, good morning. I was just, I was just enjoying the intro song. <laughs> good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another Thursday. Come out of the wilderness live prayer. I'm Shelly, and I am so so glad to be here, y'all. We made it to another week. It's another Thursday, and we have so much to be grateful and thankful for. So, um, shout out to everybody who's on uh, Facebook. Um, In the prayer group, on LinkedIn, on YouTube, Twitter, and the folks who are watching us live on Parade Deck TV's Faith Channel. We are so glad to have you. I'm happy just because I know that the Lord has uh, some instructions and encouragement. This week we've been praying for men, so I've been asking our our prayer group. And By the way, the prayer group is open to anyone, women and men, uh, on Facebook. If you just search Come Out of the Wilderness you know, we'll, we'll we'll invite you in but this week we've been really leaning on uh, praying for men and so I'm gonna share a message today called David's Rock of Escape We're going to be coming out of first Samuel 23 I'm going to share my screen and all those things um, and just if you are dropping comments sometimes I can't see the name because we' we're, we're streaming multiple places so just just let us know where you're viewing from If you're on uh, YouTube please like the video because that helps us. Um, get uh, the algorithm working so other people can see it, not so I can blow up. It ain't about me. (laughs) So we are so grateful that you're all here. So before we get started, I got a couple of things I want to share and then we're going to dive into the word. And obviously that includes prayer, right? So Father, we just want to thank you for giving us this platform, uh, another opportunity to talk about you and how amazing you are and just to witness to everyone uh, all of the all of the things that your your word is saying, but mainly, Lord, just so we can encourage and inspire others to come to know you maybe in a different way. So we thank you for this platform. We thank you that our um, all of our senses are open, our our eyes are open, our ears are open, and that we're willing. And so we come to you now with open, willing hearts to hear what you have to say in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, like I said, this week we've been really leaning into praying for men. Um, And uh, if you, if you didn't hear the message, we kicked it off on Monday morning. So if you're on YouTube, if you search Mrs. Pi at this point, anywhere, um, go to the YouTube channel under the spiritual playlist, you'll see the Monday prayer. It was live and it was amazing. That was one of those, for me, an out of body experience, um, just delivering that kind of word. And so it was really blessed. And so this is kind of a continuation as we're serving up and supporting men. Again, if you're in the Facebook prayer group um, for men, you know, I've been dropping uh, different prayers or scriptures. Again, it's all about, you know, helping to come around our men, brothers, uncles, spouses, co-workers, whatever, right? You know, your local cop, like whatever, right? We're we're really trying to um, support and pray for the men that are in our lives. And so, this this lesson was actually given to me before monday so this is how god works (laughs) this is just how it works so i'm going to share my screen that way you can you can come alongside me side of me um studying the word and i use the esv version uh now i'm going to call it the easy Shelley version <laughs> cuz that's just how I roll. So, this is this is um this is a story coming out of first Samuel 23. I'm going to read, I'm not going to read all of it. I'm going to pull some things and as as he's as the Lord is showing Lord, we just ask that you will uh, speak to us in every situation that we're in. Those who are watching the live or the replay so we can understand, give us a spirit of wisdom and understanding so we can um, see what you're trying to show us through these words, through your words, Lord so they won't fall on on, uh, just dry ground. So it starts by saying, you know, now they told David, behold, uh, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah and are robbing the threshing floors. And so David inquired of the Lord, right? So the first position here is, you know, David is getting some reports about some things that are going wrong. (laughs) And so the first thing David does is to go back to the Lord and ask for his uh, strategy he goes back to the Lord and asks for you know, instructions, right? So David inquired of the Lord, shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord says to David, so now it tells you that the positioning of David's heart is he asked the Lord for directions and he waits for an answer, okay? <laughs> and the Lord says to David, go and attack the Philistines and save Kila. Okay, so now you have the plan. But David's men said to him, Behold, we're afraid here in Judah. How much more than, so look, look, right where we are, we're afraid in this in this situation, in this season, and, you know, where we are right now, we're not, too, we're not too confident about where we are right now. So how much more than if we go to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines, if we leave a situation, are we jumping out of the frying pan and into the fire? Okay, <laughs> that's what they're asking. Then David goes back, right? Verse four, he inquired of the Lord again, and the Lord answered him. Sometimes you've got to go back to the Lord multiple times to ask him, Lord, is this this what I should do? Is this the right plan? Is this the path that I should follow and get clarity before you jump into a decision? So the Lord answered him, arise and go down to Keilah, for I will give the Philistines into your hands. So the Lord is giving him confirmation. And David and his men went and they fought the Philistines and brought away their livestock and struck them with a great blow. And David saved the inhabitants of, of Keila. So coming out into verse six, um, now I'm gonna you know talk about Avatar. So this is the other side of the story. Saul has always been pursuing. David. So man, you might have some people that are pursuing you for real. (laughs) You might have situations that are pursuing you things. You just feel like I cannot get away from this. I can't get away from this addiction. I can't get away from this situation. I can't get away from this, these colleagues. I can't get away from this, this woman. Like I can't get away from these things. Right. And so, uh, so in, in verse seven, it says, now it was told to Saul that David came to kill it. And Saul said, oh, well, God has given him into my hand, for he shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. So think of the, think of this as the enemy of your situation, looking at you, looking at you and your situation, said, well, God must have given Tom into my hand because he's basically putting himself in a, into a situation where he can't get out. You're surrounded now, right? Enter a town that has gates and bars. And so Saul summoned all the people to war. Imagine that. Imagine your enemy literally surrounding everything against you to go down and besiege David and his men. And David knew that Saul was plotting harm against him. How did David know? Because David still had a connection. He was, he was very well aware. He was following. You know, he was listening. He was speaking to the Lord. Um, he knew that Saul was plotting harm against him. Also, situationally, he had just gone down and uh, fought with the Philistines and brought back their livestock. So he knew there was going to be some kind of retribution coming. And then what did David say? He said to Abathar, the priest, bring the ephod ephod here. The ephod is like a priestly garment. (laughs) Okay. So he's he's asked the priest to bring him this thing. Now, notice he didn't say, you know, um, bring me uh, tarot cards. He didn't say, bring me a witch. He didn't say, bring me, you know, none of that, right? He went into a position of deeper prayer because he needed to consult the Lord. So then David said, oh, Lord, the God of Israel, your servant has surely heard that Saul seeks to come to Keilah to destroy the city. Lord, you see that, you know, you see that my enemy is coming for me. Okay. And he goes into deeper prayer. Will the men of Keilah, now he's asking, situationally you know with the men of keilah surround me are they gonna turn me over when when saul comes down as your servant has heard right please tell me and then the lord responds not only is he coming down <laughs> in verse well verse 12 he says they will surrender you so david and his men arose and departed and they went wherever they could go so they they moved out of the situation they were in they weren't waiting for the news. They weren't waiting to be captured. They weren't waiting to be destroyed. They weren't just sitting back saying, oh, the, you know, Lord, please help me. What should I do? And the Lord tells you, yeah, you know, you need to move. Sometimes the Lord is telling you, you need to move out of the situation that you're in. Don't, don't just sit there and wait for more word when he's telling you that you need to shift, you need to move. And so David did that. So about 600 men, I'm just gonna paraphrase it. um, They arose and departed, they went wherever they could go. And then when Saul was told that David had escaped, because now Saul has ears on the ground, right? He gave up the expedition. (laughs) So David remained in the stronghold. He was in the wilderness, in the hill hill country of the wilderness, of Zeb. And listen, Saul went after him, Every day he had people looking for him, but God did not give him into his hand. So you're going to have a situation where the things that are, again, whatever your enemy is, sometimes your enemy is the mindset that you have, a mindset of just loss and chaos and confusion. You know, a lot of, especially a lot of our men are carrying the heavy burdens of, you know, of just life. Um, some of our men are just, you know, carrying the burdens of not even being able to express themselves and, and and kind of being locked in that kind of stress or carrying guilt or carrying shame. And this is this is a, this is a, an example I'm sharing of what an enemy An enemy doesn't always have to be a person. Sometimes the enemy is is your thoughts sometimes the enemy is what you say sometimes the enemy is your past and that you've done some things in the past and you just cannot let that thing go you feel like that addiction or the mistakes that you've made in the past it just feels like it just keeps chasing you and chasing you and the lord is saying you know you're coming to the lord and you're like yo is this thing coming for me and he's like You know, you're going to, you know, yes, this addiction, you will surrender into it. You need to move out of this situation. Sometimes there's situations that you're putting yourself in or the company that you keep or the friends that you might've had from, you know, 20, 30 years ago, and they haven't moved on and they're still sitting like Saul. they're still, you know, trying to pull you back into this thing to destroy the peace that you have. And the Lord is saying, you've got to move out of that situation. So in verse 14, David remains in the strongholds of the wilderness. And sometimes the Lord puts you into a wilderness situation where he, he pulls you away from all of these things in the hill country. So you're, you're separated from, from all of the mess and the noise and the chaos that's coming at you. Okay? Okay? And so in verse 15. David saw saw that Saul had come out to seek his life. Listen, Saul was still pursuing him, the same way your your problems might it feels like your problems are still pursuing you. And David was in the wilderness. He was separated from all these things. So he was in he was he was separated so he could get a different perspective. He was separated so he can be closer to the Lord so he can get different instructions. He was separated so the Lord could cover him and protect him. He was he was separated at that time. And Jonathan, Saul's son, rose and went to David at Horash and strengthened his hand in God. This is so key because a lot of times when you're in this wilderness situation where the Lord has separated you, he's going to send help. And I love that in this case, in this situation, in this story, what we're reading about, Jonathan is Saul's son, <laughs> how did Jonathan know where he was? I love, I love, you know, reading and digging deeper into these stories and say, man, you know, the Lord loves Saul so much this, 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 this oh God, God is just so good. I can't even get the words out this situation here where the Lord is sending help. The Lord is sending uh, confirmation you know, he'll send someone to come up beside you and, and, and say, you know, Andy, hang in there. You know, he'll he'll send somebody to come upside you and, and encourage you in your situation. But he knows exactly where to find you. The Lord knows exactly where you are. So for those of you men who are like, you know, I'm I'm going through things and I don't know God. I'm not sure if I believe God. I don't know if he's hearing me. He knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly where you are. So in verse Again verse 16 Jonathan Saul's son rose and went to David at Horish and strengthened his hand in God what does that mean it's you know he he strengthened his hand he was praying alongside of him you know he was lifting him up he was encouraging and he said to him do not fear for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you so he was Jonathan was prophesying to David that he will be king over Israel and he will be next to him Saul, by father, also knows this. Sometimes our, our, you know the things, the very enemies, right? The very people that you're fighting, they know more about your potential than you do, okay? There are people who know more about your potential than you do. They know more about your identity and your values and what you have to offer and your purpose than you do. <laughs> that's why that, That's why they're chasing you. And verse 18 says, the two of them made a covenant before the Lord. This is another lesson on on relationships and covenant relationships. And who are you making an agreement with in the way that you're doing your business or the way that you're you're carrying out your day-to-day things, the the other men that you have surrounding you and coming around you, right? Are you you in the company of men who are chasing after the Lord's heart as well, and you're making a covenant to serve him, (laughs) right? Y'all. So now let me come down further into verse 25. So again, you know, it's still going on, right? Saul is like, I'm trying to find David. (laughs) He's trying to find him at all costs. So he's sending people, he's sending out search parties everywhere, right? And so now in, in verse 25, Saul and his men, now Saul and his men, Saul's like, I'm gonna go, okay? And his men went to seek him. And David was told, So again, here David is getting the word back. So he went down to the rock and he lived in the wilderness of Mon. So now you see that again, you know, you're in a a place and it's time for you to go. And when the Lord is telling you it's time for you to go, don't wait for, um, you know, (laughs) more flares to go up. When the Lord is telling you when the situation is, is, and you know in your heart because you've asked the Lord, is this where I should be? And he's sending you confirmation. He's sending it through people. He'll send it through adversary. He'll send it through like nothing is working out. <laughs> you, you can't sleep at night because you're in the wrong place. And he's telling you, you got to go. So David was told and he went down to the rock and he moved right into another wilderness. And when Saul heard that, he went after David. So even when you move, so you might change jobs, you might change managers, and that enemy is still pursuing you, Right. Y'all don't lose hope because this story is so amazing. So Saul went on one side of the mountain and David and his men went on the other side of the mountain. And David was hurrying to get away from Saul, right? As Saul and his men were closing in, y'all, just capture this. Just close your eyes and let me read this to you. As Saul and his men were closing in on David and his men to capture them, a messenger came to Saul saying, hurry and come for the Philistine had made a raid against the land. So Saul returned from pursuing after David and went against the Philistine. Therefore that place was called the rock of escape. This is so amazing. If you're, um, if you're reading the Bible just to read the Bible because your parents told you to do it when you were a child and so you go in and pick out a verse and you kind of cling to that, <laughs> you don't know the word. If you're reading the Bible and you don't understand that these stories are not just stories, but they actually happen in real life, like they did actually happen, then you're not you're not getting the word. If you're reading these words and understanding that 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 the Lord is literally trying to show you how he operated the same way he operated then is the same way he's operating now in our lives and you'll, you might get it right. So just think about being in a situation where you feel like you have been chased. You, you know, you're exhausted. You have, uh, you know, these things are co- these situations that feels like there's constantly coming after you and you, you're asking the Lord, you know where do I go? Is this thing going to bury me? Is this thing going to take me down, Lord? Whatever that is, right? And in this situation where we see Saul literally chasing after David, uh, you know and david, David's posture, his heart posture was always to go back to the Lord to ask him. What should I do? You know, are they coming for me? (laughs) Where should I go? He's constantly asking him. And the way that the Lord is responding to David is by sending people. So he sent Jonathan as a confirmation. I know a lot of times, especially the men that I know. They're so caught up that I don't hear from God. And yet the Lord sends you confirmation, but you refuse to receive it. Because sometimes the confirmation looks like a woman wearing a a turban on a Thursday morning call. And you need to be able to, to, to remove the... The the, the 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 control that you have on your mind, thinking that the confirmation can only come in a certain way. It has to be another man talking to you in a suit for you to hear the Lord speaking to you. And I'm telling you that is not that is not that is not even Bible based. I don't know where that where that mentality comes from because you're gonna miss the message of God if you're tying it to a uh, to the physical, right? So in this case, David was receiving the confirmation. He's talking to the Lord. He's asking him, you know, what should I do? Where should I go? And the Lord is literally showing him. And it didn't mean it was easy. He had to move, move, uh, and, and move his whole um, force. Like he had to move people through the wilderness, from wilderness to wilderness. And imagine, you know, being in the wilderness and still his men, a lot of his men probably had that sense of fear that, yo, we're being pursued by Saul. He's got a lot more people, but David was connected to the Lord and he understood that God was always with him. And for you, that the situation that you're in is to understand that God is always with you and that there is this place called the rock of escape. There's this place that that the Lord will come and and pull you into this this rock of escape. I'm going to stop sharing now as the Holy Spirit is is just leading in and just diving into, gosh, into what I need to share with y'all. There's this place that's the rock of escape. and, And my hope for you is that you will find that rock of escape for yourselves, that no matter what it is that you're going through, that you will understand, Lord, give me, show me my rock of escape. Show me where I am to go. Where do I go in my prayers? Where do I go in my pursuit of whatever it is I'm trying to do? Lord, you know, I can't get out of this situation. Show me my rock of escape. Give me the instructions, or oh God, right? Start asking him for that, you know, asking him to, to pull you into the will. Someone, you know, we talk about the wilderness. And although this program was built on coming out of the wilderness, the Lord still takes care of you while you're in the wilderness. Sometimes he needs to pull you apart from people so he can minister, you to, minister to you differently. And then you can leave the wilderness and you're all good, <laughs> right? You, you're, you're, you've got more courage. You've got more boldness. You've had a different experience. You've got more faith. You have more belief. You have more hope and encouragement. When you come out of the wilderness, so when David comes out of the wilderness, much like all of us, we have a different posture with the Lord. A lot of us have to be pulled aside so that he can speak to us differently. And so I pray that the Lord will show you the rock of escape. But it doesn't mean that you're going to get there just by one prayer. It doesn't mean you're going to get that just by listening to me for 20 minutes. It means that you're going to have to have a personal relationship with the Lord. You know, I was uh, as I was uh, in worship last night. I have a very, very, very tight circle of women, and we share scriptures, and we share, uh, you know, Bible verses, and we share jokes and encouragement. My circle is really, really small now. It doesn't mean that I don't have a- listen. There are thousands of people that hear our prayers, and we're grateful. We're grateful for that. But there's a tight circle, and uh, and uh, and some of the things that I've been feeling within my own spirit. Is going back to um, listening to sermons that are much, much, you know, m- much more Bible-based and less hype, much more, um, much, much more uh, like steak <laughs> and less Kool-Aid, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, it's not the encouragement gospel that a lot of us get, where we feel good, we we get hyped up, and then by the end of the week you know, you've already, you're still back on your knees asking, the, asking God for, for the same things. But the thing that the Lord has brought to me yesterday was understanding that even teaching, even coming on and witnessing to remember that God is holy. And so I take my position seriously when I come on any call, when I go and talk to any church, when I talk to any congregation, when I talk to anybody about the Lord or I talk about God, my, my position is God is holy. And so what does it mean? It means that when I bring you his word, it's not so that I can be hyped. It's not so that people look at me and go, oh, you know, she knows the Bible. No, it's not that I know the Bible because it's not theology. It's just, I have a relationship with the Lord that the Holy Spirit is always with me, that he comes upon me and he, he wants me to share things with people. It's not that I'm so bold and courageous because it's not even me being bold and courageous. I'm a, I'm a businesswoman at, at heart <laughs> talking about Jesus. That is so counter because of the culture that we live in. And so people might see that and go, whoa, she's so she's so bold. I'm not bold at all. If it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, I wouldn't be here. That's the truth. <laughs> that's the that's the God honest truth. But I but I say all this to say that if you are um and again, we're talking about men this week, if you're a pastor or a bishop. If you're a deacon, whatever office you own, you're a father, you're a husband, you're a cousin, you're a man, okay? Whatever role you play in your family as you're seeking out the Lord, remember first that God is holy. And your position in the same way that David approached asking God, the fact that he asked for the ephod and the, that that priestly garment meant that he understood that his position, even going to God and asking God for anything that God is holy. And so that is how you approach him and he will respond to you. So that's, that is what I wanted to share. I'm going to close this out in prayer. Lord, we just thank you so much for another amazing, amazing morning. We thank you for blessing us and just waking us up. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom and understanding and Lord, we just, we we'll ask, Lord God, that you will uh, ignite the story. You know, let the story be more than just about David and his escape from Saul, but leading us towards our rock of escape. Uh, as you pull us into our various wilderness, as you as you cover all of these men that are under the sound of my voice and the, and the women that are in their lives to come alongside and support them, I pray that you are blessing all of them. You know what everyone stands for. In need of those watching the live or catching the replay, and I pray, Lord God, now that you will bless them as only you can. We thank you, Lord, and we we just honor you in this seat, this holy seat that you've provided us to just go and witness about about you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Y'all, thank you so much. I just saw a comment. Yes, thank you, Nat. Fear not, God is always with you. Will protect you even when the enemy seems close. Amen. That is that is it. <laughs> Y'all have a wonderful rest of Thursday. See, I'm always on, I'm on 150 because it's, you know, just so excited about how amazing God loves you. Y'all, you know, please, if you're, if you're feeling like, and again, special call out for the men, because we do a lot of stuff for women and we we tend to miss miss out on our men. If y'all need extra prayer, if you need just a community, there is no judgment. We're not charging nothing. All of the information about our prayer group is always in our uh, descriptions. Um, on these on these podcasts so you know please feel free to join up it's free and and we're gonna you know keep supporting everybody have a blessed rest of the week and i will see you next week